Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. Imagine travelling over 14,000 kilometres on foot. Sounds like hell to most of us. But to our next guest, it's what he does to make a difference. Former Liberal politician and ultramarathon runner Pat Farmer just finished the arduous journey starting in April from Hobart, running all the way to Uluru this week. He did it to raise awareness for the voice referendum. An average of 80 k's a day. Wow. Wow. And even though he should be putting his feet up, there he is with one day left before the race to the end, which is the referendum. Pat Farmer, hello. Hey, how are you, Amanda? How are you, Jonesy? Pat, we are great. Congratulations, mate. What a great job you've done. Well, thank you. It's so nice to be able to connect with so many different people right around the country. And when, when I say that, I mean that very politely, different people, but different locations, different people, uh, it just... There's some incredible Australians out there. When you set out on this, on the run, the voice yes support was at 56%. It must be disheartening for you running for the voice for the yes campaign. It must be disheartening to find that, according to opinion polls, it's not at 56% anymore. Well, I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said according to opinion polls because, you know, a lot of the area I've been through, uh, especially in Western Australia and the top end of the country... There's very little reception, let alone uh, access to the media. And so I haven't had access to the polls like everybody in the city has had. So people are absolutely fixated with the, the polling in the cities and continuously talking about it. But what I, what's happened with me is I'm meeting with people in the caravan parks, I'm meeting with people on the road. Um, truck drivers are pulling up, been pulling up to meet me. Um, so many people have just stopped there on tour with their kids, showing them around the country, things like that. And to them, uh, you know, that doesn't match with, with what the polls are saying. To be quite honest with you, they've been very, very supportive towards the voice and very supportive towards me and the journey. What would you say to people who I'm still meeting who are saying, oh, it's very confusing and I'm not sure? The vote is tomorrow. Oh. What would you say? Amanda, it's not confusing at all. It's a very simple question. Mm. The question simply asks, should we include Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our constitution? Back in 67, we we decided that we would actually count them as part of the population. Now, I think it's ridiculous that we even speak like this because, of course, of course they should be included in the Constitution. They're part of it. They should have been included in it right from the day one. And this is what the opposition have said. Uh, you know, they've, they've spoken about how this is divisive for the country. Well, it was divisive the day that they were left out of the Constitution in the first place. They were always here. They were always part of this nation, part of this place. And, you know, everybody has to simply acknowledge that. And if you acknowledge that they're here, then you acknowledge that they need to be part of the process. I had a good, uh, not an argument, but someone, some good reasoning. Someone said, uh, well, it's not about sympathy, it's about empathy. And I, and I totally get that. I, when this first was uh, proposed, I instantly thought, yes. And then over the time, I read the thing and I read all, all of the, the whole thing. And then... I, I, I still through there, the word may, it's not will, may doesn't mean you have to do it. But I think this is a start, a, a starting point for something that's, it's not going to happen overnight, but in the next hundred years, this is for a hundred years from now. Well, yeah, it's for, our, it's for our children and our children's children to walk this path through life together. It's as simple as that. And it says that in the Uluru Statement. I would encourage all of your listeners to 
to have a look at the Uluru Statements, a beautiful piece of piece of writing that's there that talks about um, the past and talks about walking on into the future together. And that's most important for this country. And as I said in my speech when I finished at Uluru, you know, we have the coat of arms, we have the kangaroo and we have the emu on our coat of arms because they never take a backward step, nor should we, nor should we. We should be moving forward all the time and looking at some of the mistakes of the past and how things have gone in the past. Look, there hasn't been one person I've found in this whole country, uh, even the ones that have come straight up to me at first and said, oh, I'm a no-voter, that has been able to admit that the system in place at the moment is working. It simply doesn't work. And to be able to get ideas from the ground up, especially from some of these really diverse and remote areas, where they need support, but but the people in Canberra are not in touch with what they actually need. And so they pigeonhole them and they put them in a box and they say, one size fits all. Okay, so we're going to do this in Sydney or we're going to do this in Melbourne, so we'll do it out in, we'll do it in, in Halls Creek or Fitzroy Crossing. And it just, you know, simply things don't work that way. And I do think that the No campaign has done a very, uh, a good job in a terrible way of making people fearful of the Indigenous population, this group having a seat at the table, which is ridiculous because when you look at the dairy industry has access, to, mm. has a seat at the table. There's 30 or 40 yeah. groups that already have this kind of access. The Motorcycle Council of Australia has a seat at the table and it's interesting. Yes. I was thinking about this the other day. Years ago, motorcycle green slips were, the price of them had gone out of control and Andrew Constance was the Minister for Roads back then and he contacted me, his department contacted me because I'm a motorcyclist and he got me to come in and explain explain motorcycles, different capacities, pillion passengers, all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that I changed that, but he actually consulted a motorcyclist because the guy that they had representing them didn't ride a motorcycle. And that's all this will be is, is another is a, an opportunity for, for our First Nations to have a seat at the table. Other people do. This won't be a divisive, this isn't a non-veto situation. I don't know why people are so frightened of it. There's absolutely no reason why they should be scared at all. In fact, three uh, percent of the population we're talking about here. Most people will wake up on a Sunday morning and wonder what all the fuss was all about. It's re- it's really this is really an opportunity, a positive opportunity for us all, as I said earlier on, to move forward together and to be able to put some of the wrongs of the past in the past. And and you think about it like this, every single Australian should be included in our constitution and at the moment they are not. At the moment they are not. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have been left to the side and they need to be included because whenever decisions are being made for the whole of this country, they, decisions need to be made for them as well. Mm. And they so, need input for that. It's easier to say yes than no. Oh, isn't it? Let's hope we wake up on Sunday morning to some good news. Thank you, Pat. And Pat, here's to a radox bath for you. <laughs> Go and soak hey, those feet. Absolutely, <laughs> mate. It's been a, a hell of a journey. 14 pairs of shoes, wow. as you say, around 14,000 kilometres. Every conceivable weather condition you can imagine. Uh, uh, dust storms, uh, you know, wind, driving rain, uh, snow even down in Tasmania. Mania when I first started and then of course regularly 40 degree temperatures and, and headwinds are, are up through the top end of the country and that was winter yeah. well, how, how do you relax, go for a jog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I, no I just, uh, just a nice easy walk and uh, yeah, just just trying to get back to normal eating patterns more than anything. Oh, I bet. Well, Pat, well, Pat our hats you. are off to you. Congratulations. Yes, thank well, you very thank much. Thank you so much and thanks for your support. Not thank a problem. You.